0: We're at a time now which is is a transition. All these people feeling for the first time, oh we can win.
1: Let's focus on what's, what we can do here and now to change things. And I think one of the reasons why people love community energy is because it helps build community. It builds connection, you know where your electrons are coming from, you know the story of them. You're listening to Voices of Community Energy, a podcast about a bottom-up transition to a new energy system.
0: About how people power can lead to locally owned renewable power.
1: About people who are taking the power back and generating their own energy.
0: I'm Tom Knockolds.
1: And I'm Bean Crane.
0: And we'll be your guides through this first series of stories about community energy. Hello listeners. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Voices of Community Energy. These next few episodes are a little bit special because we're taking you to the east coast of Canada to hear from some intrepid communities who are doing solar in British Columbia, despite the fact that this is one of the most difficult places in the world to make solar photovoltaics work from an economic perspective. These true pioneers have stepped up against the advice of conventional wisdom and proved that it's possible to make a business case for solar in a location that already has a high renewable mix and some of the world's lowest electricity prices. But that's not all. They've also ensured that when solar is installed, it's local people who are getting the benefits, such as jobs, education, reduced power bills, and cheaper renewable energy. In this episode, we catch up with Rob Baxter on the waterfront overlooking beautiful Vancouver City.
2: Okay, my name is Rob Baxter. Um, I'm with Vancouver Renewable Energy Co-op, VREC, and also Soulshare Energy, which is our community-owned energy project. Uh, And we're sitting right now on the banks of False Creek. Um, This area is known as Southeast False Creek. Uh, It's where uh, the uh, athletes were housed for the 2010 Winter Olympics uh... and it was at the time the development was built for that they claimed it was one of the most sustainable neighborhoods uh... in the world uh... i sort of dispute that maybe one of the most sustainable in north america
3: so i've heard a little bit about v-rec the first organization that you set up can you tell me really, in, really quickly what in basic terms what what v-rec is um, so we're we
2: basically sell and install uh... solar energy systems um, more widely renewable energy systems, but it's mostly been solar. Uh, and we're set up as a workers' co-op, so basically it's an employee-owned uh, business where most of the people that work with us are also co-owners of
3: the business. Fabulous. So where did this where did this come from? What, what did, what's the background story, the, the origin story behind VREG? Right. So, um,
2: I had been living in a, uh, a city that was uh, a little bit less expensive than uh, here in Vancouver. I was actually able to own a home and I I was trying to make my whole life more sustainable. So I'd already uh, done some things like change the way I did transportation, I started looking at what I could do with my home, I started looking at solar panels. Um, So I started to learn a little bit about it then. I was in a totally different industry at the time. Uh, And then I ended up moving back to Vancouver uh, and sort of looked around to see if anyone else was installing solar here and at the time no one really was. at that time the provincial government had just announced that they wanted to uh, bring a bunch of natural gas fired uh, power generation plants online which of course would have increased our greenhouse gas emissions Uh, and uh, myself and other people were looking for alternatives to that Um, someone advertised a free public meeting about solar energy at a local cafe i went to the meeting Uh, there was a lot of talk at some point in the meeting i stood up and said you know, I don't want to just talk about this, I want to do something about it. If anyone else is interested in starting a co-op and actually getting solar on roofs, uh, let me know. So three other people came up after the meeting, uh, and that's how it got started.
3: Fabulous. So how many people are involved with VREC now? How, how many people, how many workers are there in this co-op? There's there's four or five regular workers,
2: uh, and then there's another probably five people that still hop out on occasion or come on part-time uh, as needed.
3: Okay, great. So what have you actually done? So what, tell me, you've, you started out, you had that meeting, you went through the process of starting up a new, a new enterprise, a new cooperative. What did, what did that journey look like and maybe tell me about what some of the outcomes have been?
2: Um, well, it, it started out rather slow. Um, in some ways we live in one of the most uh, difficult places to do solar energy in the world. Um, sometimes people think that's because of our weather. Our weather is actually not so bad, it's more the fact that we have really cheap energy here, some of the cheapest in the world, and uh, we've had three levels of government that at various times have been openly hostile towards distributed renewable energy. Uh, so it definitely was slow at the beginning, but 12 years ago we installed the first grid tie solar energy system in the city of Vancouver. Um, and. Uh, we started installing in other nearby municipalities, again a lot of times we were the first ones to install a grid-tied photovoltaic system. Uh, the first uh, seven or eight years, uh, like I said, the business was pretty slow, it was basically a part-time job for all of us, and about three or four years ago things really started to take off, uh, we you know, started to hire uh, full-time staff. Um, and. Three years ago, we did more business
3: in one year than we did the pre- previous uh, nine years. Fabulous. So, the, 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 those of you that started it up, did, did any of you have solar industry experience or electrical experience? Or what, um, what were your backgrounds?
2: Yeah, the original founders, none of us did. Uh, <laughs> oh, too good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple of us had an IT background. Uh, one, of that, one of us was a student who had been to Cuba and seen what they were doing with solar there. And the other one had a little bit of construction experience. Uh, so the first thing that uh, most of us did was take a course in photovoltaics at, at a local technical college. Uh-huh. And then uh, within the first year, we'd hired uh, uh, an electrician who had uh, a little bit of photovoltaic training as well.
3: Okay, great. So you mentioned you've got full-time staff. Are you, are you full-time? Yes. Okay, but that's relatively recently?
2: Yeah, it's been in the last three years. All
3: right, so you were supporting yourself with other, other sources of income?
2: Yeah, before project. that I, I was doing other part-time consulting work.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, how does it feel, like transitioning yourself into this new new space?
2: Yeah, it feels great. You know, when I when we first started, it, it was sort of an experiment. We didn't really know how it would turn out, and uh, yeah, it's exciting that that uh, it's it's turned out the way it has.
3: Okay. So, how many how many installations have you? Done in total. Have they been mostly on households or on businesses?
2: Uh, the majority has been residential, uh, but we've done some commercial and institutional as well. Yeah. Um, I'm, it seems like the last couple of years has been more and more commercial uh, type installations. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what the count is now. It's over 50 installations that we've done, though.
3: 50 that you've done. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And how many do you? Th- how many solar installations do you think there are in all of Vancouver? Uh, so I mean in
2: the city of Vancouver itself we've probably done 20 uh, in total there, there might be 50 so we've also done installations in other parts okay. of uh, BC and Canada
3: well those numbers aren't particularly big but hopefully no. you, you're right at the beginning Right. and the numbers are going to start yeah. to grow mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, you also mentioned SoulShare can you tell me the idea behind SoulShare and what's going on there Right, so uh, fairly
2: early on uh, in the history of VREC, we um, we decided that uh, we wanted to do some sort of uh, community-owned energy system just to make solar more accessible for people. Um, uh, we sort of looked at the model in Europe where they had uh, renewable energy cooperatives, there they were mostly wind, but for us it made more sense to do solar.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, when we first thought of it, though, we struggled with finding a model that would actually work, uh, especially financially. Um, So we sort of abandoned it and then came back to it uh, about four or five years ago. Um, At that point, the price of energy here had gone up a little bit. The price of solar photovoltaics had come down quite a bit. Uh, And we also found what we thought was a a unique model that might make community energy work here. Uh, Of course, we were told we couldn't do it. Just like we were told we couldn't do grid-tie photovoltaics when we first started 12 years ago. Did you let that stop
3: you? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs>
2: yeah. It was a bit frustrating because it was sort of a high-profile individual that made that statement uh-huh. that you can't do community-owned energy in BC. Yeah. Um, but uh, but we did it. It took a couple of years. Um, so we do have one plant that's up and running. Uh, and uh, we, are, we have a s- contract signed for a second plant that... Uh, we'll be starting installation on hopefully within the next few months.
3: Cool, T- tell me about that one that you've done, what, what are we, without going into too much technical detail, yeah. um, the basics, how many people invested in it, um, is it on a business, or is it somewhere else? It, it, so
2: it's on um, uh, a multi-unit residential building, an apartment building, it's actually a co-housing building, which is also interesting, um, and the interesting thing about that is that even before the building was built, uh, all of the future owners uh, bought, you know, bought into this idea of installing solar energy on their on their building and buying the electricity from SolShare mm. so the way it works is the community-owned energy group SolShare Energy owns the the system and then the building owners pay for the electricity that's generated.
3: Fabulous yeah and and um, so that's the, the the investors that have provided the money they're not the same as the co-share housing people
2: right yeah that's correct although there is one overlap there so there's uh, okay. one person who lives in the building who's also uh, one of the part they owners. They really like that you. idea
3: themselves, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, so how many investors then brought in brought into this? Uh,
2: 14 for that first plant. 14, yeah. yeah,
3: not bad. Yeah. And how big was it?
2: It was a 23 kilowatt system. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, excellent. Um, so now you've done one, you're wanting to do more and 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 what are your what are your plans plans there? Do you, do you have any concrete plans for building more? Um, yeah, what, I mean, or what's your strategy?
2: For yeah, you? I think um, I think there's definitely a potential. I mean, I think it's a way to really uh, accelerate the adoption of solar energy oh, here yeah. in British Columbia, oh, Columbia yeah. because you can do bigger scale projects. Um, a, a lot of uh, people, uh, you know, don't have the upfront capital or, or hesitant to, to spend the upfront capital on a system and with this model they don't have to, right? Yeah. You get you have investors that are putting smaller amounts, that all gets pulled together and then you get the, the big capital amount that you need.
3: Yeah, and I have to say we're sitting here looking back at Vancouver and, and these are all apartment buildings. Right. So these these people can't put solar on their roof. Right. So they can invest in solar yeah. and, yeah. and get some benefit of ownership of solar.
2: Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it makes it more accessible. There's there's a lot of people that um, as as one of the other people here that's involved with community energy calls it it's the solar lottery not everyone has won the solar lottery yeah then that's where you own your own building with a nice south-facing roof that's not shaded right yeah there's exactly. people that you know they might they might own a building but it might not be a good roof for solar or they don't own a building you know they in an apartment
3: or their their wife or husband or partner doesn't like the looks of solar i've yeah. heard of this one yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. reason you know you can't put solar on your roof yeah yeah fabulous so um, tell me, what's your, what's your vision for the future? You know, project, project yourself five or ten years into the future. Where do you think VREC's going to be? What, where's Soulshare going to be at? And what's Vancouver and BC going to look like?
2: Yeah, so I mean, what I'd like to see is that our, um, our electricity grid here uh, be more diverse. Um, right now, you know, we, we rely a lot on hydropower. Uh, which, of course, is renewable and relatively clean. The only problem is, you know, as we rem- move away from fossil fuels and use more electricity in order to use more hydro, that means we're going to have to start flooding uh, farmland, uh, you know, important uh, valley areas where, that were used by First Nations people for hunting and gathering and for farming. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see a more diverse uh, Distributed energy system with more solar, and I think uh, Solshare and VREC can play a big part in, in that. Uh, one of the areas that we're looking at, especially right now, is uh, some of the smaller off-grid communities, where they have their own microgrids that are run by diesel power right now. Cool. So uh, that's a real opportunity there to reduce greenhouse gas emissions by switching them over to solar. And the Solshare model is, you know, a way for them to do that relatively inexpensively, and for a lot of people to participate in that uh, transition.
3: Okay. All right, Rob, well, thank you very much for joining us and uh, we look forward to hearing more about your future success as it unfolds. Great. Thank you. Yeah, thanks.
0: So that's it for another episode. Next week, we'll hear from the community at beautiful Salt Spring Island across the water from Vancouver City. If you're enjoying these stories and want to hear more, can you please take a moment to help us grow our audience? The first and most important thing you can do is tell your friends about us and invite them to follow our Facebook page. We also need people to start giving us reviews on our iTunes channel. For instructions on how to do this, simply search Google for Review a Podcast on iTunes. We're also looking for more stories, as well as people to bring those stories out in an audio format. If you have a story you want to tell, or if you want to learn more about the human side of a particular community energy project, Please get in touch with us at vocepodcast at gmail.com. What we really want is for communities and and individuals to bring their own stories to the world via Voices of Community Energy. Get in touch and we'll explain how to go about making a recording, what you need to do, interviewing tips, and how to turn this all into an episode. Thank you again for listening and we'll see you next week.
1: Dancing the song, spread the music a Take a stranger by the hand and help her when we can. I just want to see this country once more. I just want to see this country once more. From the Salish in the west to the big Mock shore, the Inuit by this incredible man I just want to you. You can, just wanna see this country once more and you can come along to a dance scene spread the music everywhere take a stranger by the hand and help out if you can I just want to see this country once more I just want to see those buffaloes On those grasslands where they once called home Stampede on the run, dust blocking the sun I just want to see this country once more I just want to see those rockies again See those great lakes looking just great again Water's so pristine and the air crystal. I just want...